About once a month, my friends and I get together and do something different for fun. Sometimes we go bowling or miniature golf or a movie or something. One night, we went down to a gypsy palm reader on 34th and Vine. Another episode of Duck and the Usher. Hello, my little ducklings. Hello. So our, um, <clears throat> well, I guess we'll get to the movie in a minute. How are you, Fish? I'm doing well, sir. We had, uh, or I had kind of a fun week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were <laughs> on, you, uh, you were on the Ray Morales show. Okay. I was. I, I shared it on the, the Duck and the Usher page. So I tried to share watched it a bunch. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was, uh. I guess you could. It's, that's a podcast, right? What that show is? Yeah, it's a podcast. It's like a live stream. I guess he's now starting to upload audio because he used to not do it. Oh, I guess really? He's doing it now. He's doing it. Okay. So they do like a live stream, and then they take the audio, and I guess they're going to be throwing it up. Yeah. So, so the Ray the Ray Morales show is on. He he broadcasts through Facebook Live every Monday night at eight. Uh, just look him up at the Ray Morales show. It should be easy to find. His name is also Ray, Ray Morales, Morales for real. <laughs> Uh, so you can like find it through his his own page, and then go on there, and uh, he, you can. I'm pretty sure you can watch a lot of the back episodes. I I can go back and find the one I was on pretty easily. Um, but we we had a lot of fun. We did a uh, drunk trivia, which uh, I don't ever want to do again. <laughs> so what is it like? You get because I, I couldn't watch. I had to work. So it, like you you're answering a question. If you get it wrong, you have to drink. Yes. Okay, so that's and why you showed up all kind dude, of weeble wobbly. I, I, I was twisted. Uh, yeah, that's essentially it. Well, uh, he starts the show with introductions, and then um, you know they talk about their sponsors, and then whoever the guest is. I was the guest this time. Gets to you know drop a little story about uh, our show. I told them you know uh, how we met and the genesis of this show, uh, and we got to talk a little bit about you know some of our content, how we approach mm-hmm. what we do. So that was cool to be able to get a little bit of exposure. Thank you, Ray. Um, Josh didn't get to join me, but that's because he was working, and yeah, um, I'm super, sure we'll super have, busy. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to uh, uh, to work with uh, Ray again, uh, even if he it means bringing him on our show. Definitely. Who knows? Um, um, we yeah. d- uh, a couple other things uh, uh, w- within the podcast world. There's been quite a bit of cross promotion going on. Uh, our guest host, Chris Rios, is still um, working with his podcast, and he also did recorded his third episode with Beryl Bongsu, who was on our show uh, back for the Turbo Kid episode. So if you're uh, subscribed to the Paper Crowns podcast at the Rios Versed, um, keep an eye out for episode three, which will feature Beryl, and uh, I'll probably be talking about his career within the, the tattoo two, world. Two great artists coming Fantastic. together. Yeah. yeah. I love seeing all these, uh, all these things happening between all of our friends and our various shows. And it's, I, I didn't really realize that um, there was, there's quite a little community of, of podcasters and people doing work here uh, in and around St. Cloud and central Florida. So uh, more power to everybody. And uh, you can also hear Rios. He appeared recently on real laughs on one four point one. Yeah. He was on the big boy radio. Yeah. He's doing was, the real stuff where they were not all allowed to say, I was, I was, I was on the, <laughs> I was on the big boy radio once I was on Tom and Dan doing my, Oh really? When I, when I wrote the book. Oh, they, that's right. They got me on there. My buddy, Joe, hooks me up with them. That was really fun. 
All right, did you uh, watch anything recently? M- man, um, I wish I had watched something this week. I, I If I wasn't, like, doing, you know, Ray's show or working, I was, uh, like, sleeping or, <laughs> or drinking entirely too much. So I, I didn't get any uh, any watching in this week, but I do have, a, like, a backlog of things I really want to I really want to view. Yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna go watch the Sonic movie today. Need maybe. to go see it. Yeah, I got to work, but oh, yeah. let me know how it is. I heard it's sure. Yeah. I've heard, I heard okay it's reviews. Fine. Yeah. As far as like video game movies are concerned, you know, like, you know, um, like with the history that they have with being so bad. I mean, some of them, I guess, have redeeming qualities. I like some of them, but then again, I like a lot of bad movies. It's anyway. just for nostalgia. It's just yeah. gonna bring you back to that. But a lot of people are saying it's it's a perfect kids movie. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I watched American Assassin. You ever seen that one? Uh, I remember it. Remember it coming out and seeing the trailers. But the, yeah, I, I watched all it on, the promotional material for it. Watched it on the Netflix. It was all right. What's that? What's that kid's name? I don't. I have to look it up. It's Dylan something maybe. I don't know. I think I he no was idea. in like uh, Michael Maze Keaton. Runner. Michael Keaton was in it, and that's probably the only okay. reason I watched it was for Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton. Uh, our movie today. Uh, so we, we had our poll, our Valentine's Day poll right. a little while ago, and it was kind of close between True Romance and Love Potion Number Nine. I really wanted to do Love yeah. Potion Number Nine, and so since February was going to be kind of a long month with yeah. how many casts we were going to have, movies we we're going to do, I was like, let's do Love Potion. It's a squeeze pretty, it in there. Pretty easy we film. Have five episodes in this month versus four. Yeah, because of the leap year. So I'm really glad that we did get to do this because I remember how excited you were for it, and then getting dashed by the poll and, yes. and having to. And do I was like, what a way. So I guess it's cool that we both got our wish. We both got to do a movie uh, that we wanted to for this season. This came out in season ni- of love in 1992. Some films that came out in 1992: Batman Returns. Ah, yeah. Uh, Reservoir Dogs came out that year. Ooh, Aladdin. Okay. Wayne's World. Okay, yeah. My cousin Vinny. You know, it's a pretty good year. That's a real good year. The um, that's the year I entered kindergarten. Oh, is it? Yeah, I was four. So I don't think I was in kindergarten just yet. 92? I, yeah, four. I turned five that year, or maybe it was the year before. Five or six, something like that? I think, yeah, because my, my entrance into school was held was held back a year because of my where my birthday fell. Mm-hmm. And so when I was when I graduated, I was 19. <laughs> so, uh, I was 19 also. I was able to sign okay. myself out. And all um, best picture that year, technically, would be 1993 Oscars, because, you know, they do that for whatever. Yeah, it's always in the January following the... crazy outside. Wolf. Um, uh, our best picture was Unforgiven. Unforgiven was the awesome movie that movie. we did. Um, and, it's a big uh, barrel favorite. You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and play this commercial real quick. Quack, 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 quack. Hey everyone, I'm Fish. I'm Josh. We are Duck and the Usher, and we here at Duck and the Usher are sponsored by the Copper Fox Tattoo Company in Kissimmee, Florida. They're out on West 192, and you can also find them on their social media, Facebook and Instagram, at Copper Fox Tattoo Company. And if you'd like to become a sponsor of the show, go to duckandtheusher.com and click the support the show link, and that'll bring you to our Patreon site, where for just as low as a dollar, you can be part of our Facebook group, and as high as $25, be a sponsor of this show. Well, let's get back to the episode. So, yeah, sorry about that. I had to play the commercial and grab my dog. Yeah. Crazy. Eh. What was I talking about? Best Picture. Best Picture. Unforgiven. Yeah. Great movie. I love that one. That's a that's a barrel. Yeah. That's a barrel favorite. He, uh, does he like that one? He loves his, uh, uh, like, westerns of a certain... I'm a huge Eastwood fan. Yeah, I, me I too. I love my westerns. It's kind of funny. Um, I, I love the... Sergio Leone movies, the spaghetti westerns. Yeah, and they and use like this. A, there's like a, a little so tie weird. in in this movie, which is weird. Also, like this, like many countless movies, uh, is a the title is also that of a song. Mm-hmm. And are is this also 
like I feel like most movies just kind of take the song title. Th- this was slap based it on, on the for, song. Yeah, they yeah, slap it on there for name recognition. By the Searchers, I think. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. got it right. Um, yeah, and this one is actually kind of follows the story in the song a little closer. A little bit, you know. Like at the very beginning of the episode, you kind of heard the, you know, thirty fourth and thirty fourth yeah. and Vine. That's part of the song. Uh, see Madam Ruth. Madam Ruth. And that's like the her gypsy name with the too. gold tattoo. Now we could probably name movies based on uh, with song titles uh, until the cows come home, but just to throw out a few. And none of none of these like uh, like American Pie was one that came to mind, but it's nothing to no, do with like no, the no. song. Um, Pretty Woman. Boys Don't Cry. Oh, La Bamba. Oh, La Bamba, yeah. yeah I like that the movie. The Richie Valens movie. That's right. Uh, Stand By Me, Sweet Home Alabama, Blue Velvet. Whoa. A little mic drop there. Um, what's another one? The Crying Game, What a Girl Wants, Pretty in Pink. I mean, you can... Addicted you, to Love, I think we were talking about. Addicted to Love was another one, yeah. Where they, I mean, obviously those songs are always... End, end up being incorporated into the movie somehow or in the soundtrack. But it's, I don't know, it's just one of those things that... See for I would love to play the song, but I really can't. So yeah, it's all right. I think I feel like Spotify. People we'll, know we'll it. put it on the list, our Spotify list. Um, are we? Uh, okay, uh, yeah, so we, it's an are, hour and thirty-nine minutes. Okay, uh, five point seven out of ten on IMDb, twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There was no uh, budget. I couldn't no. find a budget. We did find out what it made. It, this is why it falls under our category. Yeah. Uh, this movie made $754,000. Yeah. This was a... How much money do you think it took to make this movie? Uh, dude. I'm 10 million? Gonna, yeah. I'm going to say 10. That's eight, a pretty... Eight to 10? I would say I 10. Know. I mean, 10's a good good number. I mean, again, they made stripes for $10 million back yeah. in the 80s. I always like go for that. And I'm like, There's that really was a no crazy movie. Effects in this movie. They might... I think... <laughs> Maybe most of the budget might have gone to the soundtrack because there was a Probably lot of strange, a lot of music. Uh, I mean, some of this classical t- stuff choices. in there. Yeah, but the Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Did Did you get the who um, who was the company that did this? Did we the distributor or the yeah? What was the distributor company? of it? I got it. I got it. I'll talk a little bit more right here. Go ahead. Uh, so it's got a pretty good cast. Tate Donovan's in it. Uh, Sandra Bullock and of course. Um, Ooh, I'm going blank for a minute. Oh, yeah, Anne Bancroft, who, if you don't know who that is, she was married to Mel Brooks, uh, the famous Mel Brooks. Uh, she died a while ago. Mel Brooks still kicking. He's in his 90s. Dylan Baker's in it. You'd recognize him from a few things. Uh, Blake Clark, he's in it from, uh, what is it, the Adam Sandler movies? He always, like, Farmer Fred. Oh, Fred's yeah, Farmer like Fred. Fran. Skildo. Yeah. Good damn, man. <laughs> Did you find it? I mean, it's not that no, big No, I, I, I'm actually having trouble uh, finding it right now. It's all right. It's not that big of a deal. Well, maybe maybe if I look on... It says, the, hey, you know, it says music by Ennio McCorney. Morricone. So I... Wait, like... Maybe they just maybe they just had to throw his name on there because of that good, the bad, and the ugly scene. Probably, they did. yeah. It's 20th Century Fox. Okay, all right. So... Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, you got it right. Yeah, 20th Century Fox. So... Oh, well, weird. Oh, God, damn it. I'm looking at the song. Oh, you look at the song. Uh, this came so, out in November... Th- November of 92. Um, this was so, sort of like before, like... It didn't even come out for Valentine's um, Day. N- no, right? November 13th. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was also like before Sandra Bullock really like blew up, you know, I think. Because like, I don't know, even the movie, like maybe it's just because the movie... I feel like this is one of those forgotten movies too because there's no... There's My mother little, loved this movie. There's very little I could find on it. There's not a lot of like, uh, you know, trivia or, or like stories about the production or anything like that. Um and um, even watching it, you could see, I wonder what, what kind of film it was filmed on. 
Because it has that grain to it. It's got a grain. There's a lot of really bad cuts. It yeah, just kind of goes from like one scene to editing. another scene to another scene to another yeah. scene. It's insane. There's even a point where they spend a lot of time on one character and you forget that there was another main character. Yeah. And you're like, oh, snap. Okay, it's his turn. But you forgot about it because you were spending so much time with like Sandra Bullock through like part of it. This is going to be kind of a clip heavy episode. I think one of my clips is like five minutes long just because <laughs> it's like a clip that goes into another clip. And right. I, couldn't, I was like, there's no way we're going to talk in between it. Um, um, the it oh, do you want to talk about something? Uh, yeah, I was gonna give yeah, a little go, go, rundown go. of this director because uh, you mentioned before my cousin Vinny, he also wrote that movie. The director's name is Dale Launer. Um, he only directed one other movie after this, and that was called Tom's New Heaven in 2005. Never heard of it, I've never heard of it either. But the uh, the movie poster is interesting because it's it's like a like a cloudy sky with a cross right in the middle of it and like looks very religious, but within the cross is a, is a butt and some like legs. A naked woman type of thing. Yeah. But in it's, and it's lower back down, just butt crack right in the center of the cross. And hey, find Jesus. <laughs> those. I mean, and uh, reading the synopsis or the little, you know, the brief description of the movie, it's about this priest who finds and helps his ex con half brother, uh, toward, leading a, a more righteous life on the path of the Lord mm. or whatever. And then something switches and he ends up the other, the other brothers tries to get this priest brother to lead a more hedonistic lifestyle. And, uh, I don't, I don't, I've never, never heard of it. I, I, I might, I, I might check give it, it out. A visit. Yeah. It's only one of two <laughs> movies. And he was also a producer on quite a few things like uh, dirty rotten scoundrels with Steve Martin, Great and Michael Caine, uh, ruthless people back in 86, mm-hmm. I believe judge Reinhold. Yes. Was in that Blind Date Didn't, uh, with Bruce Willis. I don't think I saw that one. 87. I never saw it either. He even has a quote about that. He, he did. Uh, he wrote Eddie, uh, that Whoopi Goldberg movie where she's the uh, head coach of the, the basketball Knicks. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Which she, she came out with a bunch of bad movies. She kind of had like a. What was that? Theodore Rex. Was that her in that one with the fucking T-Rex anthropomorphic T-Rex? I don't remember. I just remember her and like her and Robin Williams were doing movie, right? some like. You know, they were just popping out bad early 90s <clears throat> movies for a little bit. Yeah. His most recent work was that of The Hustle, uh, 2019, with uh, Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. He was the okay. writer on that. He did the screenplay. Uh, he even was quoted once saying, The Blind Date was rewritten by so many people. If you hated it, it's not my fault. And if you liked it, I can't take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, you know, he's, it's, it's, he's got a small, uh, but, you know, I guess worthy uh body of work there you know my cousin Vinny was an oscar winner you mentioned that uh marissa tomei it is supporting actress one. yeah which you know there's that big thing behind it that they opened the wrong envelope they said the wrong name you ever hear that before no yeah like she was that happened recently yeah well that happened recently but when she won they uh-huh. that was the big controversy is that someone read the wrong name but they just were like Oop, we're just gonna leave it, it alone we're gonna who leave was, it alone who was the i don't remember alleged... I, don't, I don't remember who it was supposed to be wow. I have to look they up did that, that story. with with uh moonlight well, yeah, that was the thing with Steve Harvey where he messed up big time. No, that was that was on the Miss America pageant uh, on the on the Oscars. Oh, yeah, they did with the Oscars too. The, the uh, who was what was the other movie? Oh, it was uh, Warren Beatty messed it up, wasn't yeah, it? I think so. There might have been there might have been two instances where they said some shit wrong because there was even a the Best Picture winner was actually Moonlight, and they called up the wrong group of filmmakers, and then the guy with the director, I think, of the other movie, got up there and was like, "You Moonlight, you were the winner. Get up here." Like they got it wrong. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> You guys won. I'm trying to find that Tomei Oscar thing. Okay. Uh, I got to thinking, you know, what's... uh, I really like Sandra Bullock as an actor. What are some of your favorite Sandra Bullock? Uh, The Net is probably... Yeah? Yeah, I love The Net. 
I like Miss Congeniality. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. That's a great yeah. movie. It's fun. It is good. Uh, what was that other one you did? Like 27 Days? So it, the, the person who was supposed to win. Days? Oh, let me see here. No, that's not it. Hold on. Uh, tw- 28 Days? Not 28 Days Later, 28 Days, where she's like on this like uh, sobriety recovery trip and like Talon Tudyk is in it. And he's like, look, my package. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel like I'm taking too much time on this. That's all right. Uh, Gravity was another big one for her recently. Bird Box. I know everybody probably recognizes Speed. It Speed. I mean, yeah, yeah I that's mean, a favorite. I think one. that's when I first like really like was like, like locked yeah. into her. This one, uh, uh, Demolition Man. Ah, that's okay. The three seashells. Doesn't <laughs> know how to use the shells. Uh, like Crash, The Proposal. She's she's done a lot of the like you know romantic comedies and shit, but she's uh really like. Really turned some really good uh, performances in. Oh, what was uh, a time to kill with? Uh, oh, with, yeah, yeah. Where he plays like the lawyer and stuff. Yeah, she's Roark and Oliver Platt. <laughs> you know, she was in Speed too, and that's a pretty terrible movie. Might have to cover that in one day. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, what else do I got here? That's about it. We can we can uh, let's get this road on the show. As All they right. Say. So the film opens up with the iconic Searcher song, Love Potion, number nine. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of good. You see like a crystal ball. You get all the names of the actors and stuff. And then it, it opens with um, that clip at the very beginning. You know, my buddies and I, <clears> we like to go out and try something yeah. new, like mini golf. This time we went to <laughs> a gypsy down on 34th and Vine. Um, she's looking in the, the gypsy is played by Anne Bancroft. And she does an amazing job because it's mm-hmm. Anne Bancroft. Um, is this one of her final roles? Uh, I'd have to look. She was looking pretty old in it. I don't know if they made her look look old in that but uh just figure out when she died um she married to mel brooks of course you would remember her from the graduate as mrs robinson uh you know stuff like that she died in 2005 at the age of 73 oh five so no she wasn't she wasn't sick then well i guess she was in uh some of her last credited roles Mm -hmm. were she did an episode of curb your enthusiasm in 2004 um i thought she died in the 90s uh well Keeping the Faith, Heartbreakers. Maybe, maybe I was thinking of Gilda Wagner, Radner or something. Oh, she was in Ants. She was the queen in Ants in yeah. 98. Okay. Uh, it opens up. Uh, they're talking. Uh, she's reading his palm, and she's like, I see no women. Are you a kissy boy? Boy, kissy boy? Boy, kissy boy? <laughs> yeah. Are you a boy, kissy boy? And he goes, and, like, no, I'm a biochemist. Yeah, I'm a biochemist. And I have a little clip of her. Um, she, she, she grabs a love potion called Love Potion Number 8. Right. Right, not number 9. Right, that's an important distinction. Yeah. The whole movie's called Number she's, 9. Because she's counting. She's like, six, seven, eight. Uh, ah, there it is, 8. Okay. And brings it down. Here's a little clip of that. Dilute this with water 1,000 to 1. You don't want it to be too strong. You take a sip and you swallow. And when you speak, women will find you fascinating. I'm a biochemist. Just like this big bottle of like just it looks it looks like a wax, like red wax. Yeah, it's, it's real kinda, molasses she, she's like, moving she goes slowly. Like, or like a little uh she like wraps it up like you're giving a cocaine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like a BC powder. And I yeah, was like, what is exactly. that? <laughs> Those things. She like wraps it up in like this wax paper and yeah. kind of hands it to him. You know. You'll be back. Yeah, I just needed the you'll be so, back. So then it cuts to um, Tate Donovan's character, Paul, right? Paul, yeah. Paul. And he's uh, he, they're hanging out. They're having like dinner at like a restaurant bar type of deal. I guess. It seems like the only place he goes. Yeah, it's it, whenever there's a bar, it's kind of the same bar. Yeah, it's supposed to act like a different location. He's with his friends, and his friends are like, you know, uh, 
there's this girl over there. She's really attractive. I'll give mm -hmm. you $20 to go talk to her. And Paul, Paul's also saying, he's like, well, you know, I kind of like this one girl I work with. Um, you know, she works with the monkeys, you know, yeah. apes, primates. And then he's talking about the Sandra Bullock character, yeah, yeah, which we'll yeah. get to in a minute. And $20. He's like, no, $60, no, $80, like 100 bucks. they are like, $100, go talk to that lady. So he kind of walks up, and Tate Donovan's really <laughs> awkward looking. Now, uh, yeah. Tate Donovan, um, you would recognize his voice. Um, his voice is, he's the voice of Hercules from Disney. That's right. So um, he didn't do the singing or anything, but he is, he is he the didn't? voice. Oh. No, um, the, like the, I can go the distance. That's not him or anything like that. Um, he just did the... Uh, Oh, okay. Like speaking role, I guess. Was that the same for like a lot of movies? Little Mermaid was it a different like voice? No, acting I, th I think she. No, singer? I think she did it all. Um, okay, but like, uh, I think the like the Lion King and stuff like that. Those were like, different, those are singers? different Different singers. Yeah, because Matthew Broderick, I don't think sang. Maybe he did. I don't know. I, I don't know. He was in some of some. Sometimes they they're different singers. Some people are surprisingly good singers. I don't know. Maybe Tate Donovan did like, sing. It. You ever seen Moulin Rouge? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like, like Jekyll, John Leguizamo's in there doing stuff. Hugh McGregor's really good. I actually didn't like that movie. I fucking love that movie. What <laughs> a are lot you of people are like about? turning this off. Yeah, no, screw just, this guy. Yeah, what you talk about you don't know a romance movie. Uh, so he goes up to this chick and he's like <clears throat> trying to hit on her, and it's not going very well. She's like, "Do no. I look like the type of person that yeah. would talk to you? Look at my clothes. I love clothes. Look like, like a biochemist. Or I, I have a little, a little clip of that. Ugh, she's horrible. No, wait, wait." I'm only doing this for your benefit. I mean, you wouldn't want this to happen again, would you? No. No. You see, what is very obvious to me is not to you. I, look at your clothes, and then look at mine. Do you see any kind of a difference here? Clothes are not important to you, but they're important to me. Taste is very important to me. I like designer clothes. I like nice things. I drive a BMW. Oh, what about you? I, I drive a Volkswagen. <laughs> Farfig Nugan. <laughs> you know what that really means? Can't afford the Mercedes. <laughs> well, you're right. Um, we're not really suited for each other. And uh, so I'll just go and get myself a chemical girl. I'm sorry. I was just trying to make a point. I tell you what, I'll go home with you tonight and be your total sex slave. If. You can answer one question correctly. <clears throat> All right. Who designed this talk? I wouldn't know. But bye now. Okay, so the woman in this scene, her name yeah. is Rebecca. She looked really familiar. She, yeah, and I just figured out why it was, or at least for me. Um, her name is Rebecca Staub. Uh, she was in the first attempt at creating a Fantastic Four movie in 1994, which never was released, um, as Susan Storm. Oh, okay. And this this is a uh, yeah. Look look how bad that is. I've seen that photo before. It looks yeah. really bad. What else is she in though? Um, I'm 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 looking it up. I got her right here. Uh, she was also in uh, some movie called Breakthrough, The Miracle Season, uh, recently. Um. See, uh, she might just look familiar because I've seen this movie before. I think she, and it had been a while. It looks like she's been in a lot of like Christmas themed special episodes and like you know chick flicky type of stuff. Like Hallmarky. She movies. was in a uh, in Dexter, I guess. That's okay. That's that where I remember. Yeah. yeah, I watched Dexter a lot. Desperate Housewives, The Mentalist. 
Oh, that also. She it looks like she's done quite I, a bit I of actually, television. I'm almost done with that. I only got like two more episodes. NCIS. Yeah, she's all over television. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was weird. I I uh, one of the, I was like Fantastic Four, and then there it was. He gets uh, he gets shot down just like you heard, and um, it, during the scene where they're having dinner, um, the guys. It also goes to the girls, and you see yeah. you see um, Diane, who is played by. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. And she's and a giant nerd. She's got yeah, her super hair nerd. parted she's, down the middle. She's, she's, wearing, the, she's got like really big fake teeth with like a big gap. like a professor thing going on. Yeah, she's not dressed very well, but all of her friends are. They're in a nice yeah. place. And she's just she's just talking about monkeys. And I think they do this whole thing like, you know, I did a, a test with my primates or my chimpanzees where, yeah. where you know, like if he hit the button, it would give him like a, a pleasure. You know, do you know what happened? And the lady's like, he hit the button until he died. And yeah. she's like, oh, you know this experiment? You <laughs> she's, know, like, she's like, no, kinda, I know men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, towards the end of that clip, you kind of heard a car rattling. That's um, <laughs> that's Sandra Bullock's character's car, and she kind of does a roll through stop and gets pulled over by a police officer. Yeah. And the police officer is um, is Blake Clark, is Farmer Blake Frank. Frank, and he's skilled though. Yeah, and he's like, you know, <laughs> she's like, please don't give me another ticket because I'll lose my insurance. Blah blah blah. Something yeah, like that. and he writes her a ticket. And yeah, drives off. He's like, my license registration. They, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. Uh, so they, they each go home alone. You're watching them both. Yeah, like that's go, it. You know, they both have, and it's weird, their houses, their their apartments are pretty much the same. Pretty similar, yeah. They, they both have Einstein posters behind the door. And they're reading philosophy of a, of a kind. They like both a, have artwork. They're, they like have answering machines that say zero <laughs> <Yeah>. messages. They <laughs> both listen to classical music. So you kind of know like these people are meant to be together. Yeah, you're getting, thing. you're. It, the movie's telling you that these are nerds and somehow nerds aren't aren't worthy of love and they live lonely lives, which is kind of silly. This whole movie's really silly anyway. It's talking about love movie. potions, but yeah, it's they're they're driving that that sort of thing home. The um the the love potion number eight falls out of um Paul's jacket and he just kind of throws it in the trash. Yeah. And later that night, the cat his he has a cat. Right. Oh no no no! It no it doesn't have not, uh, we have the the hooker. Yeah, the hooker up. shows up. Yeah, yeah. well, you, his you buddy see, calls. Oh, he's a cat dad. Yeah, his buddy calls. He's and like, then, "Hey, I got a gift for you." What's her name? Marissa. Marissa got a gift for you. Yeah, and she shows up. You Some know. casual prostitution for you, buddy. No problem. She goes in the bathroom and she's like, she scopes out his his. She uh, starts using everything in the medicine cabinet. Like yeah, the mouthwash. And everything. She's, she's taking like Robitussin. She's pounding. Robitussin. <laughs> Gargling. She's like wiping her armpits. And yeah. she notices his like super nice record player stereo. Yeah. And she's like, mm, nice equipment. Nothing happens. They just talk. She's like, oh, I bet it's. Yeah, yeah. He just talks to her. He just talks to her. She goes downstairs and tells the guy that, you know, like, I guess her pimp. Did you say? Yeah. Maybe? The pimp is. Uh, I'm looking through the. Uh, the cast list. Oh, no. You know what? It's not who I thought it was. Yeah. You said it was somebody. I thought it was homeboy from uh, the Sopranos. Uh I can't recall his name. No, his name's David Bayer. Uh, this guy, I guess he just looked a lot like, like the guy, Michael something, little doppelganger. Yeah, but that, yeah, he's that's the driver. I thought it was yeah. somebody else. She's like, he just wanted to talk, and wow, does he have a nice, uh, you know, CD player? Yeah, like, she's like, know, I bet it's worth like you know thousands. So much. And yeah. uh, so you know, pretty much, you know, they're gonna probably rob him at some point. Yeah, he throws away the love potion after that. Uh, that he go to that's bed. when the cat gets a yeah. Little the right. cat knocks down the uh, the trash. And the milk goes into the love potion. The cat licks it up. Yeah, I thought that their driver was Michael Imperioli. It's not. Oh, okay. Him. Yeah. Yeah. The cat. The cat licks it up and kind of and meows. And you, you hear a little jingling, which anytime someone speaks with the love potion, you hear like this little jingling. Yeah, it's all based on like your your vocals. Your vocals. I had the clip of that. Okay. That'll tell us about it. Um, Paul wakes up and he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And there's all these cats, and they're trying mm-hmm. to get to his cat. You know, because yeah. 
it's a love potion. So then he, he like he's like grabs the potion. And he's like, I got to take this and get this shit checked out. So yeah. like the next day, he brings he, it to, to uh, Diane. Diane, and they start doing little experiments on it. Yeah, they do little experiments on it. Um, there's the they dilute it and they put it on um, one of the chimpanzees, like the female, on her lips. and she talks. And they're like, "Did you hear anything? No, nothing." And then the male chimpanzee in the other room breaks down the wall. Didn't they give her a full, uh, yeah. full strength? Yeah, full strength. Yeah, they so didn't they, dilute it. Yeah, they, they like, oh, we gotta make sure we yeah. dilute it. And, and that's when they make a vial. They make the vial, and the the male chimpanzee busts through the wall, and the yeah, female like, chimpanzee like jumps in the cage, super hard, super horny, humping, super strong, just hump in the cage, and then he like passes <laughs> out or he falls asleep. Pretty yeah, much. he passes out. What's funny uh, too? <laughs> it, it's a little, I don't want to call it a, a goof, but maybe sort of a. a thing you can spot they're out of focus in the background but if you look closely you can see that they're both visibly trying not to laugh oh really yeah you can see sandra bullock like putting her hand to her mouth and i guess um, it's like you know how do you get a chimpanzee yeah, to hump a yeah and not laugh and not, yeah. <laughs> like, this movie is ridiculous cut the check <laughs> <laughs> uh here's and then it cuts to the next scene and uh, th- there's a lot of narration so paul is pretty much um the narrator of the mm-hmm. film and here's a little uh, little thing after weeks of testing we discovered how it works when swallowed, it affects the vocal cords directly. So when you speak, micro tremors encoded within your voice stimulate tiny little hairs in the inner ear of the opposite sex. The hair vibrates, sending a signal along a nerve to the brain, which in turn produces a combination of mood-altering endogenous chemicals responsible for the biochemical process of feeling in love. We also discovered that one, it made members of the same sex hostile. Two, it had to be diluted. Full strength was far too strong. And three, it would only work for four hours at a time. The next logical step was to test it on humans. But who? We felt a deep moral obligation to mankind to make sure this potentially dangerous drug didn't fall into the wrong hands. But where could we find test subjects we could trust? And so they're kind of just sitting in a room and they're like thinking that uh, we've got to do it ourselves. we got to do it ourselves. You know, this this, uh, this sort of thing happens in some movies sometimes where a person just casually gets, uh, obtains a thing. Yes. Uh, in this case, the literal MacGuffin of this whole movie. And they discover that it, the, its applications and its uh, powers are very quick, very uh, dangerous <laughs> In the wrong hands, and, and, and this gypsy lady is just handing them out all willy-nilly, like candy. Like, oh, you'll need potion. Here, yeah, take these. Yeah, you go. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and that the bottle at the beginning, it's a big-ass bottle. There's all, There's only, like, an eighth of it left. You could, like, like synthesize that shit and give it to... Uh, it could be, like, a wartime weapon. Well, uh, just a megaphone? It, towards, towards the end of the movie, when she... <laughs> I'll get to it. She does talk about, like, a plague at one point. Ah, Okay. Um, so they decide that they're going to use it for themselves. They put it in like a kind of like a mouth spray type of thing. Yeah, it's like a little binaca. Yep. Um, we have. Uh, I have kind of a clip. I don't even. know. This is where. Should. Well, Diana. Yeah, Diana. I have the clip, but it's it's not. She very rolls good. through the stop sign again. Rolls through the stop right? sign, yeah. and, and this the, is kind of a funny scene. I like. Yeah. The the same. Uh, the same. I, I'm not going to play the clip because it really doesn't do any justice. Well, because um, it's kind of quiet. It's just it's all like quiet. facial reactions. Yeah. It's it's funny because he, he roll, comes up and gives her the same spiel. Yeah. yeah Give you a ticket, and she she kind of thinks that she grabs the spray, and you hear the ding ding ding. Yeah, and you see his smile. She coughs. She coughs. She's like, yeah. Stops writing. And then he kind of looks at her and smiles. And uh, like, no, I get off. Here he's like, uh, so um, 
what are you doing later? You want to grab a drink? Maybe yeah. we could. Uh, and when he says maybe we could, uh, yeah, he's like he's going in and out with his pen, like with a pen <laughs> cap, like you know, insinuating something. And she's yeah. like, oh, no, he's no, like I'm, fidgeting with it, you know. I'm good, and she just smiles. And, yeah, I don't think so. And drives away. And then when, because uh, uh, Paul hasn't used it yet, he's just right. he's just staring at it, like in his his house. Um, when uh, when she gets home, she realizes there's a letter in the mail saying that her insurance has been canceled. Uh huh. And so she's so like, the next day she goes to the, the next day she goes to the insurance company and she's she it's RT Mahoney or something like that. Yeah, RT, RT Marino. Marino. Yeah. She thinks that the name is guy. that of a man. Yeah. So she's in the office and she's she's sprayed already. Right. So she's like. Like, uh, yeah, she's walking there. She can't talk to anybody. Yeah. Cause it's all women. It's all women. It's nothing but women within the office. And she finds a, she finds one finds dude. Finds the one dude who I think is gay. He is because there's, <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, it's playing YMCA. There's a bunch of, oh, true. There's a bunch of like half naked men. But, and yeah. she talks to him and he's kind of like, uh, uh, you, you know, know what? it's still the, the male thing. I don't know. It's the 90s. So there, yeah, you know, I know. But that it. was, that was like, if you're not interested in, uh, women, would, would the potion still work? RT Marino. I don't think it would. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, and then uh, she, you know, goes to the gay guy, and she's like, uh, he's like, oh well, you need to talk to the district manager. Yeah, and Dick, she goes all the way to the top. Dick Webster, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's some big wig old dude. Who, that guy's been in some stuff. I. Didn't. It's fine. He's just got like he wasn't a, that important. And it just cuts straight to him, he's just got with a strange like, smile. So, yeah, it's like a Joker smile, and he's like, hi, yeah. can we uh, get this yeah, taken care can of? We yeah, we can. We can take care of that. No so problem. she's on cloud nine. She's smiling. Yeah. She's happy. Love um, potion number well number eight. She 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 coughs um at one point and bumps in. She's like staring at uh she she bumps into like this rich Italian dude. It's like oh sorry yeah doesn't like even a, realize and, she and said and anything. Boop, immediately yeah. he's following he's her around and he's like uh he's like um like begging her to to come with him to a party. Well she's 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 at the uh, the jewelry store. Remember she's looking oh, at like the yeah. super nice jewels and then like his assistant comes up. He's like you know and it was Italian go. brother. <laughs> hey hey oh hey hey. Uh, si, signore. Yeah, he goes to buy. Basically, his assistant goes to you buy, go buy that, that necklace. Yeah, yeah. Um, she hops in her piece of shit car. Like, uh -huh. no, thank you. I'm I'm good. And he's like, like, I'm I, I own the company that manufactures these. Yeah, cars. her piece of shit car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she decides. Yeah, I guess. I'll, she, oh yeah, it's like we go to the governor's ball with me, and she yeah. finally says yes. Mm -hmm. He shows up at her house. Oh, that's or. Uh, oh. Wait, hold on a second. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? It wasn't. It was when she gets to the party that she meets the Prince Jeffrey guy. Yeah. So she goes to the party and she's like a big hit. She's like, she's well, got a crowd when, surrounding her. When the Italian guy comes to pick her up, she's not dressed very well. Oh, He's yeah, wearing like a fucking tuxedo. She doesn't have a gown. So yeah. they go out, you know, basically do like a pretty woman type of thing and she gets all schnazzied. Yeah. She gets all gussied up. Yeah. And then when the, they're at the governor's ball, uh, she's, you know, kind of talking to him and. Uh, she draws the attention of, of Prince Jeffrey. Jeffrey of England. And that gentleman. This is Dylan Baker. Yeah, Dylan Baker. He's been in a bunch of things. You would recognize him. Uh, I remember him from uh, Delirious, which is a John Candy movie. Which uh -huh. is a, if, you, if you're listening and never seen Delirious, we're going to do that movie at some point. It is a, it's a great, great fucking film. I, uh, I think I, I immediately like uh, connected him to Spider-Man because uh, he was Dr. Connors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who would... He never did turn into the lizard in the Raimi movies, but that's who that he was character supposed to, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in Trick or Treat, which is a really great Halloween uh, anthology movie, um, which I think we're gonna get to come October. Um, 
Oh, he's, yeah, but he's, he's all over the place. You, you would immediately recognize him. Yeah, Prince, Prince Jeffrey hears her face. laugh, and so he kind of gives, like, this, like, weird turn. Yeah, he gives this, like, slow turn, like, hmm, I must have that. When she when she gets home, because <clears throat> uh, remember, she had zero messages before. Now she has 67 messages, Uh huh. which is, uh, okay. Yeah, because, like, she's <laughs> setting our, the world our, on fire. Our critic kind of talks about that in oh, his okay, thing fun. later when we play it. Um, and then pronto it, returns. Yeah, it cuts to Paul, and he's just staring at the potion, like in his table, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Fuck it!" So he gets ready, Bam. and where Takes does he a rip? He goes into the bar that he was at before, mm-hmm. and he notices that chick that, that same turned woman. him down. Yeah, and uh, she talks to him, or he talks to her, and <laughs> she, she does the slow turn too. <laughs> but but she's she like, like, "What is this?" She fucking instantly like jumps on his dick. Yo, like, she is hard. power horny, like. Pump the brakes. They start making out. She, she gets all sex him. nuts and retard strong. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. Uh, I, I, I said the R word. I, uh, she's very R worded. She she gets all excited and then like he kind of stops and says something. And I have the clip of this. It's right. Awesome. It's one of the best scenes in the movie, I think. Yeah. And uh, here it is. So then why don't we just get out Okay, I'll, I'll go home with you. I'll go home with you. And I'll be everything you've ever wanted in a man. If you can answer one question correctly. What? How do you synthesize a methylated alkaloid? I don't know. Bye <laughs> now. So he's all excited. Like <laughs> he turned it around on her. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's flying, man. I gotta say, I love, I love war. War's great. War is good. But what is get, it good for? Get, get Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's good for jamming. Good for jamming. Uh, Strands of the bar. One. Does he have a glove full of condom? Glove box yeah, full of condoms. Yeah. So he's he kind of. I, I didn't grab that clip. But he's just kind of talking about. He does a narration where he's like, "I'm I'm on cloud nine. I'm hitting up all these different bars. He sleeps with a bunch of different women. At one point, he goes to a college for Rush Week. Uh, yeah. And the he panty raid. Yeah, and the the scene's kind of fun with the panty raid because That's when they do the Fifth Symphony. Yeah, the Fifth Symphony. And like, it's just what? No, 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 no. And then it's just you just see different lights in the sorority turning on and off. Yeah, yeah. And he's getting. Around. He, he gets arrested. He gets for arrested it. for how, a panty raid. How old is he supposed to be? Um, I think he's supposed to be like in his late twenties, early thirties. I think. You think so? Because like, I feel like that's a little too old to be kind of like twenty five sniffing around a fucking sorority house. <laughs> that sorority house though wasn't actually a sorority house. It was actually the uh, Alpha Tau Omega fraternity house at Georgia Tech. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, we didn't no touch on this <laughs> earlier when we were talking about their respective apartments. Yeah, yeah. Diane's apartment is uh, number one. And Paul's is number eight, which we'll do the math. Number no, nine. Nine. Uh, easy little Easter egg there. <laughs> um, they he gets arrested pretty much, and uh, oh well, no, we, we do the, yeah. So the music, and then uh, earlier I forgot to say this when when Diane gets home from the restaurant at the very mm-hmm. beginning, we meet a man named Gary, um, who comes oh, over yeah. and sleeps with Diane. That's right. We kind of glossed over, that, over yeah. that. Gary's like this just. Off and on booty call. Yeah, he would just He's come over and smash and then, and and then, then dash. Dip. Yeah. <laughs> so um, after the 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 dormitory soiree shenanigans, <laughs> um, yeah, we're back at Diane's house, and uh, uh, I just wrote down booty call guy shows up because you don't get his name yet. Yeah. Um, but it's Gary. Um, he shows up, and uh, there's like a wait. Doesn't Diane b- uh, bail him out? 
after being yeah, but arrested? That's, that's, it's a little bit. It's after this scene because uh, uh, Gary's waiting outside oh, for Diane that's and right. the print shows up and they all go up to the thing and there's like mm-hmm. a fucking bodyguard and she's like, yeah. oh, I'm here to see Diane. What's your name? Yeah. We got a Gary down I'm here. Sorry, oh, she's yeah, she's I'm sorry. She's not expecting I'm sorry, sir. Who the hell is that? Oh, that's yeah. Prince George of England, you know? Yeah. So he gets kind of shot down. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Then the next day, Diane uh, bails out Paul, but she's not talking. But, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. It's, it's really kind of a kind of a cute scene of hers. And, I'm, and I'm, is this when her teeth were fixed and everything, too? Yeah, yeah. She got her teeth fixed. <laughs> she's been, like, schmoozing all of these dudes with the uh, potion and, and getting them to pay for all of these, like, makeover things yeah. uh, and she's Gentle work she's looking haircut. mighty fine like sandra bullock would and you know what i couldn't help but like think that she uh, bears a resemblance to my uh, our friend gina perez yeah the bangs, bangs the bangs and, and the, a, the like, eyebrows and stuff <clears throat> just like. the way she looked in a couple scenes i was like getting mad gina perez vibes right, right now shout out to gina gina's one of our patreons yeah, that's right. Yeah, one of our patrons. Uh, bails him out. They, she's like, oh, you're, he's like, you're not talking. She's like, oh, you know, I'm doing kind of, and she has like little cards. She's like, why were you at a sorority house? Ah, uh, yeah, know, yeah. Like, <laughs> so when they go outside. He's like, I'm doing research. Very, very important research. She's like, get in the limo. And he's like, what? He gets in the limo and Prince, the Prince George. Jeffrey. Got, Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. Joffrey, Joffrey. Whisks her away. And, uh. He's like, wait, you're you're a prince, aren't you? He's like, yes, I'm the prince of England, and yes. and she's not talking. And he's like, oh, you're playing that mute game again, playing aren't you? That commu- is he is he actually British or was he just no, like I think, really? I don't. I think the guy. Does that sounded like an exaggerated. Like I, I don't know if he's actually British. Well, guess what I'm gonna do. You're gonna look that up while I continue. That's right. Uh, oh, so they get in the limo of the prince. Uh, they invite him to a an, an art auction. And so, like, do you have a tux? He's like, yep. So they all go to an art auction, and, mm-hmm. you know, Diane's still playing the mute game, and he even does a oh, little spray, too. Yeah, and he's talking to other women, and this is where Jeffrey ends up, like, whisking her out of there real fast yeah, and leaving him he, at the party, he's right? He's having fun. You know, he's kind of doing all these stupid things with the art, and Diane's kind of giggling He's playing at strip it. poker, and they're like, yeah, sir, you can't, can't do, do that, that. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's okay. playing strip <laughs> poker at an art auction. Um, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, sorry, yeah, Dylan Baker's from Syracuse, so he's not actually British. Okay. He's well, good pretty good, yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets, uh, sh- uh, the prince whisks her away. Uh, they drive away Paul's, um, and then kind of cuts the Paul sitting at home watching TV. Yeah. And they realize, you know, it's like, um, you know, the the <clears throat> the long sought after prince is, may have found his match in yeah. a possible proposal. And uh, the queen mum is staying mum, you know, like uh. she's <laughs> not saying anything. And then I have a very long clip. This is about four minutes. Okay. Uh, because it kind of sets up. Is this the one where they are talking about their experiences with it and then decide to go on a date themselves? Yes. Okay. This is so after the proposal, after he's watching TV and sees yeah. that proposal Please, thing. Please, you absolutely must he's marry sitting, me. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting on a uh, park bench and uh, Diane walks up and here it is. Hi. Hi. Guess what? What? Jeffrey proposed to me last night. Mm. Well, what, what'd you tell him? I told him I would think about it. Think about it? Well, uh, why'd you tell him that? <clears throat> you know, all my life, I felt ugly and now i have the world's most desirable man telling me that i am beautiful i have the prince of england at home pining for me i mean paul this is like a dream come true 
I could be a princess. You're disturbed. <laughs> oh, what causes this? Well, I haven't had a date in four years. What? Uh, well, you're, you're the joke about the date. Well, what about it? Well, Diane, we had a date. We had a date? Yeah. Remember? No, I don't. The lunch? We went out to lunch. That was a date? Yeah. Well, I, I thought a date was when you went to somebody's house and you picked them up and you took them out to dinner or something. Well, that that is a conventional date, but you don't you don't have to do that. I'm gosh, I'm sorry. I had no idea that that was a date. Was there a second date that I'm not aware of? No, because you said you had, you know, kind of a boyfriend. Oh. Well, he's not a boyfriend. No? No. <laughs> so... Oh. So yeah, Soft they, piano. Yeah, they, it, it goes into like this kind of, they go on a date, like a dinner, <clears throat> a movie. It's like a 90s romantic montage of yeah. them. Making no potion. Out. Yeah, no potion. Like they're in love, making love, you know, making out. They're doing the thing, they're tickling each other with peacock feathers. Yeah, on the bed, they're making out <laughs> in a bookstore. Just, and and at the end of, I didn't play the whole clip because I was like, whatever. Yeah. At the very end, he's <laughs> Thanks he, for that. he does more narration <laughs> of, of, he's like, you know, I'm going to marry her. So what do I do? I buy a wedding ring. And uh, when he buys the wedding ring, he goes up to her apartment. He knocks on the door, and there's no answer. She's, like, nowhere to be yeah. found. She doesn't missing. Doesn't know where the fuck uh, she is. So Basically, this is ghosting before ghosting. Yeah, he's calling, he's calling, he's calling. Um, uh, she finally calls, um, and he, he's like, oh, my God. So he runs yeah, to her house. Been? What's going on? She's, like, getting out of the shower, and, you know, he's like, you know, She's like, I just want to say that we, we've had such a great time this past couple of weeks, mm -hmm. blah, blah. I'm so glad we could be friends. Yeah, he drops the friend zones him hard. <laughs> and who comes up behind him? <laughs> fucking to Gary. Fucking Gary. Sleepy um, Gary. Now, uh, we didn't really talk about Gary. Gary's uh, real name. Dale Midkiff. Dale Mil Midkiff. And he was in Pet Cemetery in 89. Yeah. Lewis Creed. Um, he was also in a lead uh, show called Time Tracks. I've never really heard he, of that. He, uh, no, I haven't seen it either. He was in... Uh, Funnily enough, he was in an, a movie called Elvis and Me in 88. It was a TV movie where he played Elvis Presley. Air Bud World Pup. What? <laughs> yeah. Maximum uh, Velocity, Route 66, and just some... Yeah. Well, he was I'm, in a I'm, Disney I'm, movie called Toothless with Christy Alley. He wa I was just reading one that he's in. Oh, he's in The Crow Salvation from 2000. <laughs> that was the uh, third one with... Uh, Kirsten Dunst and no. Eric Mavis. Yeah, he, that he one hasn't was fuck been off in him. any very good movies, except for maybe. Doesn't I would, seem I would say way. Pet Cemetery. Airbud yeah. Three. <laughs> did, he play, did he play the dad in Pet Cemetery? Lewis Creed. Uh, I oh. think so. I'm trying to remember. I don't rightly remember the names of the characters. Yeah, that's fine. He was in Route Six 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 with uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, which is funny. We mentioned him, La Bamba. Oh, I know. <laughs> did you know he was kicked out of Disney? Kicked out of Disney? Yeah. Lou Diamond was. Yep. For what? Hitting his wife. You're fucking kidding me. No, this is a while ago. He, really? Uh, he was supposed to um, do the candlelight. 
you know, be one of the readers for Candlelight. And yeah. He got into a small altercation with his wife at the hotel. So they were like, sorry, we can't have you do Candlelight. Yo, this guy Midkiff was also in, uh, that's wild. It was also in Flight of the Living Dead. Flight? Flight? <laughs> what is this? Just all in bodies? <laughs> no, it's a zombie outbreak on a plane. Talk oh, about. I thought it was like zombies have trebuchets and they're just, just like flying <laughs> themselves around. And uh, uh, he was in one episode of Dexter, and I think that's about everything that's worth mentioning. Oh, so we had two people that were in Dexter. Yeah. Um, so she tells too. Paul that, you know, you know, Gary has come around. We're finally. Finally working it out. And when Gary, like, hugs her, he notices, like, the snake ring. Yes. Because Gary's a snake in the grass. Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of got rubies. Symbolism. Um, Let me see where I am. Yeah, Diane says, uh, you know, Gary's perfect. Uh, and at one point, you know, he's, like, in the narration, he's like, well, you know, if you're going to try to win someone back, you're going to be the best friend they ever had. Mm-hmm. So he's constantly hanging out with her. And at one point, he's like, describe <laughs> Gary to me. And she's like, he's just, he's perfect. This is when they're out, like, walking and Yeah, walking their... around. Yeah, and it's, it's she keeps using words that always mean perfect. Right. Yeah, like yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he... Something's up here. Something's up. And he calls her on her cell phone, old school 90s. Yeah, it was a 92 cell phone. It's a yeah. big old clamshell. Yeah. It pops out. And uh, I was like, look, at, not only were like the tech in this movie incredible, I couldn't I couldn't stop like mentioning all the hair. Oh, there's, there's a, lot, lot, a lot of like a lot of shoulder pads. hair and shoulder pads. Yeah. A lot of like wavy shit going on. Um, Gary calls on the cell phone and, and Gary you know, does not want Paul talking to Diane. Right. So she, she ends up She's leaving. Like, I can't talk to you anymore. Got to go by. Um, Paul goes home. And uh, the who's at the door? The hooker, Marissa. Marissa. Right? She's trying to pick the lock. I, ha- I have a little. Uh, and he invites her in. I have a little thing yeah. for that. She's rummaging through uh, his bathroom and she finds the spray. Oh yeah. And she realizes she has the power. She sprays it on her hand too, and she's like, I think she sn- thought it was a. She thought it was perfume. She yep. sniffs it and she licks it. You know. Yeah. It's a strange substance. Substance. What will it do to me? Sitting awkwardly on the couch. (laughs) What is it you do again? Accountant or something? And now he is in her grasp. Mm. And this is him loading up her trunk. Yeah, f- with all of his shit. All of his expensive equipment. <laughs> there you go, no problem. There we go. So is that everything? Yeah, this is the whole thing. Cables? Oh, the cables are in with the instruction books. Good job, buddy. Sure. You're coming right back, right? Yeah, you bet. You bet. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. I gave her anything I had of value, including all of the love potion. I tried explaining how it affects the pharyngeals, but this is clearly a woman more interested in fiduciary gain than in science. Great girl. For four hours, I could think of nothing but Marissa. Beautiful, intelligent, all-round, wonderful gal, Marissa. Then, four hours later, I could have strangled her. I couldn't believe how powerful an influence the potion had over me. I mean, I would have done anything to make Marissa happy. It was like I had joined some kind of cult. You sold all of it. The whole bottle. Yes. The person who bought this, what what did they look like? Tall, very handsome, dark eyes, dark hair. Did he wear a a ring? 
Yes. A gold snake with rubies for eyes. Yeah, so the cult thing is because he's like, he tells Diane, he's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you're some kind of cult or something. And yeah. then he realizes, oh, shit. And so Gary bought the whole fucking supply. The whole supply. goddamn thing, yeah. yeah. And he, and what is he, with uh, this gypsy just giving shit away again? I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. And, like, how much is this stuff worth? Like, we, uh, they don't ever exactly. Can she you just, put she the just, price on love? I, well, she just <laughs> gives it away. Did, did Gary come up and I was like, hey, whatever, let me get all I don't that. know. She had to have read his palm or maybe he just yeah, was like, like, sure, dude. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I gave it to this other schmuck too. She's actually from like New Jersey or something. Just pan, just pan yeah. this stuff around. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh yeah, she so also has a pa very like haunted pa mansion style room. You know? What I'm yeah. Saying? Paul runs to like the nearest uh, payphone and calls Diane instantly. You're on the stuff. You're on the stuff. Yeah. And she's like, No, I'm not. No, I'm not. He's like, Did you ever write it down? Did you write it in one of your journals? And yeah, she's like, Yeah, I wrote it in my journal. It's like he fucking read it in your journal. You yeah. know, he's freaking the fuck Does out. Does he call you every four hours? Yeah. Does he call every four hours? Like, you know, do you ever do this? Do you ever do that? And then he instantly runs back to the gypsy mm -hmm. and uh, to uh, see if there's a cure. Uh -huh. I have a clip of that. Like I said, there's like kind of a lot of clips right in a row here. But cool. here we go. Years ago, there was a plague. It affected many people. It did not in any way make them feel ill. They lived long lives. But. Something inside of them died. The capacity to love forever. This is the cure. Love potion number nine does not create emotion. It purifies it. Love is often obscured by doubt, prejudice, suspicion. It's number nine. All that is eliminated. It becomes pure. The greatest tragedy in life is when love fades. With love portion number nine, it never fades. So, if you ever loved each other and you both take this portion, as much as you ever loved each other. Forever. Are you absolutely sure she was in love with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? If you both take this potion, and you are in love with her, but she never really was in love with you, you will love her for the rest of your life. And she will hate you for the rest of hers. Peril. Like it cuts to him with his buddies Great. at his apartment. Mm. This is where the it's really convoluted. Yeah, well, I had to play this part. Some music. Do -do -do. Hey, all right. Set this to work. She said, "Drink from the same cup, then kiss." Five minutes later, it will take effect. If your heart is willing and can be pleased, then wait and listen and you hear a song from the breeze. So, you know, if you're willing to fall in love and, uh, you know, five minutes after the big smooch, you'll hear this wind musical thing and whoosh, you're in love forever. But if your heart is stubborn and like the heart of a fool, you'll wait, hear nothing but taste the sweat 
of a mule. So, like, if you're an asshole and you're not willing to commit, then five minutes after the kiss, you'll taste mule sweat, which, you know, I imagine is... So he's a... Uh, Boy, there's a lot of uh, leaps of faith that there one is. has to take with this, and it's awfully manipulative, if you yeah. ask me. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry she doesn't write this shit down and be like, you know, right, here's yeah. the rules and regulations, sign here. His friends are looking at him packed. like he needs his head checked. Yeah, so he's trying to t- tell his friends about this potion, like what's happening, Diane. And at one point, he's like, "So here's the plan: we're gonna rush over to her house. I'm gonna, you're gonna hold her down. I'm gonna yeah. tickle her. I'm gonna point like he's he's describing a rape. Is basically what's Essentially. happening. Essentially, assault and battery. Because even later, his buddy's like, "You're you're talking about assault and battery." Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a knock at the door. And it's the fucking hooker again. And it's the hooker again, and she's like. Mommy needs a refill, mm-hmm. and she's got she, like these nice furs on and shit. She, she's been like she robs all the guys. The uh, Paul has like a little like shitty radio because he had to get a different radio. She, she takes the <laughs> fucking little <laughs> little Casio, fucking, yeah, like the the what is it D battery fucking yeah. Uh, it's got one big speaker on it and it's an AM FM dial. Yeah, that's it. She takes that. She robs them, and the guys believe them. They're like, oh my god, you're because right. Because after it wears off, they're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I need to cancel a card. <laughs> that fucking hooker. My wife's god gonna kill me. You know. Uh, where are we from there? They uh, they they all get in the car. Yeah. After this, and they oh, and they this head is toward this the is, wedding. This, this is, is where the yeah. the music comes. This in. This is when the Ennio Morricone fucking uh, not the, not the ecstasy of gold, but the uh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why? Oh, by the way, if you like that that song, uh, look up the BBC Ukulele Orchestra. Oh, they do that, and it's oh, I've seen oh, that. It's so good, it's like, fucking ah. rad. It's though no, they're they so got the talented. vocal uh, people too, right? Singing. It's them playing while doing it. Ah. It's it's like I think it's like twelve ukulele oh, players. Oh, that's right. I was thinking it's of really like, a, like they a, do like a shaft full orchestra and stuff. version. Um, yeah, so they all hop in the car. They go to the uh, they go to Diane's house, and her friend answers the door, and she's like, she goes, she's getting married. I know you. I You're know the you. guy I'm not supposed to talk to. Yeah. And she, What's it, going on? Yeah. And he, <laughs> she knew. He's, yeah, and he's like, do you really want to know? She's like, yeah, tell me. And so she's getting married. Gary's going to mm-hmm. fucking hitch. And then Gary Gary shows up. Uh, he, he makes it to the uh, the wherever the bride is, but like before the ceremony. Yeah. So he's, you know, he tells his, her mm. friend, like, here's the plan. You yeah. need to pour love potion. Number nine into her glass, have her uh, drink it. And then I have to kiss her. He when tries she to it. toast her with it. Gary shows up, Gary shows up uh, and just it sets the glass down. Yeah. Well, he, don't he take your drinks himself. Does he? Oh yeah. Because he, later he ends up kissing fucking the hooker. Uh, the hooker yeah, yeah. So he takes a sip, sets it down. Um, and now the plots all over the place yeah. because like, okay, now you have to, Make sure that those two don't kiss, or that you don't kiss him. Yeah, Paul. Uh, it's still the same. Paul. Uh, Paul's like calls the gypsy, and guess what? There's yeah, another loophole. There's another loophole. Oh, fuck. So there's another loophole. The gypsy says that you know, um, he has to drink. That Paul needs to drink from the same glass and then kiss her. Yeah. So okay. he's got to go find the one that Gary drank from, drink from it, and then get back in there and kiss her. But he he tries to run in and bum rush that. that and then whole she, move. she'll she'll figure out who she loves. After that, or after something. the it like yeah. breaks it, so he, he runs back inside to do just that and essentially assaults her. Yeah, he he <laughs> he, he grabs the champagne, drinks it, sla- smashes the glass, and Gary's holding him back, and he's like, he's trying to like, lean in to kiss yeah. her, and she's just staring at him like a crazy person, not uh, like a normal sane person would be, and be like, get out of my face. He gets ejected from the. He's arrested he's again. Arrested. Again, yeah. Um, the hooker uses the potion on Gary because uh, because mm-hmm. he because. 
Paul told the hooker that Gary bought all yeah, the shit. And so she gains the access or possession rather of the giant vial and she, of the undiluted She's stuff. like sucking that mm. bottle. Like She takes, yeah, yeah, she gets a bloop, like oh, a droplet. Shit, you can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Uh, she could probably <laughs> suck start a leaf blower. So she, <laughs> she's going to town on this bottle. Um, Paul's in the police station. The, the hooker, I mean, she drinks a lot of it. She, yeah. And everybody she, within earshot. She starts coughing and like everybody in earshot. Mm-hmm. Just goes crazy because the hooker, the hooker, the hooker goes into the wedding. Yeah, and and it's like because she had like a chronic cough. Or yeah, throughout the whole have, thing, yeah. like a bad like smoker's cough. Yeah, something like that. You know, it's syphilis cough or something. You get coughs from syphilis? No, not a doctor. Not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, she coughs and and like and because she didn't dilute it. Uh huh. Like the old ladies are like, you fucking whore. Yeah, they're and going ape the shit. The guys are like undoing their ties. Yeah, like they're, they're like getting all hot. You like, can even see the priest like gripping the podium. Yeah, like, like, the, oh. like there's about to be like a Jodie Foster movie rape scene coming what does up that here. Mean? You ever what, saw that movie? Isn't there like a famous Jodie Foster movie where she was like, I have to look it Taxi up. Taxi Driver? No, there's like one that's like a crazy rape scene with Jodie Foster in it. Oh, in man. It's it's yeah it's you, I, I remember that. watching this and you're like looking away you're like oh was really pretty oh, sure shit. it was Jodie Foster. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Right. Don't quote him on that. Uh, yeah, the guys go crazy. Ladies want to kill her. Um, and she starts running. And then there's mm-hmm. like this classical music as she's running. And there's like just a massive mob, slow just, motion sort of mass where she's like ru- running and screaming, "Help me!" Which isn't helping her. No, she's just as loud as she can. Yeah. Um, Paul's in the police station, mm-hmm. and then the cops are like. Oh shit, we got a, we got a section code 29 28 or, or something like that happening outside right now. And they all run out and they like they're going to try to, sh- you know, stop the well, yeah, mob. Yeah, they're holding everyone at gunpoint like slow down, stop. And she runs past them, they drop all the guns, start chasing start her. Start chasing and her. And Paul too. sees it uh-huh. and he just plugs his ears He's like, like ah, 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 ah. yeah. <laughs> and the mob goes through and even the guy sitting next to him who was like chained up gets like, up it's with like the, gone. He's handcuffed to the chair, so is Paul. The, the guy chair is takes gone. his chair. <laughs> So when Paul realizes that everything is gone and passed, he gets up, smashes his chair outside, and this is steals know, a really nice car. Steals a really nice car, but did you notice this? He had the handcuffs attached to him when he left, and by the time he arrives, it wasn't on. They're gone. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, there's also a, in one of the, the clips I played where he's talking about his the the dating. Yeah. If you if you listen back to it real closely, um, there's a point where you hear the birds chirping, and it's like, so they cut a scene because you can hear the oh, background of the birds. The, you can the hear the sound. C- cut. Yeah, the clip. Yeah, oh. the cut when they cut a scene. Just something, just something I heard when I was putting it together. Uh, oh yeah, he goes to the wedding. Um, gets back in. Gets back in and uh, it kisses Diane. What well, doesn't he knock? Gary the fuck out first. Well, he kisses Diana, then nothing happens. Then he punches out Gary. Oh, okay. And he oh. figures, uh, I'm fucking, I'm done. Oh, and re- and also when um, uh, when the hooker uses the love potion on Gary, mm-hmm. and it's like vice versa. Yeah. Uh, they kiss, and he's got that taste of mule sweat yeah, in his mouth. But and then uh, at one, doesn't it at one point she like gets down on her knees. She's like, let's do this right here, right now. Uh, Outside, I think yeah, so. When she, yeah, when she gets a, the potion, yeah, it got a little weird for sure. Yeah, because yeah, she then, that's why she goes into the wedding to mess it up. Because she's like, I love Gary. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right, up. that's right. And then when she finally like she gets cornered by the mob behind this dumpster, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is gonna happen here? <laughs> there's like, you ever seen Event Horizon? <laughs> but they move she the figures out that she has entire like control over all power these men. Over the whole Which, group. Where are the women at that were supposed to be like wanting to murder her? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the science of this yeah. stupid, <laughs> stupid. Any gypsies shit. out there want to give us a call? Right, because they're all 
cooking up love potions. Uh, they, yeah, she. In fact, I heard it's not. It's not very kind to call a gypsy a gypsy, a gypsy or, or to use the term at all. I don't know. I've, I, don't know. I I've, I've seen gypsies in, when I went to Greece. My, I remember my parents when I was a kid. Like, make sure you like, talk to these certain people. I remember being out in like on West One Ninety Two during certain times of the year. You'd get a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of travelers. traveling. Traveling people Gypsies, with tramps and things that have Gypsies, a <laughs> have a certain look about them. Um, yeah, the the Marissa the hooker realizes she's like stop, and everyone stops. There's like yeah. one guy who was like shaving, I guess, like hurt yeah, in his apartment. Yeah, and came out. He's he's got just like pajama bottoms on, she's and like half of his face is covered in. And she's uh, like, everyone touch your nose. Yeah, everyone lift grab, your leg. Yeah, lift your leg. Everyone grab, grab your nipples, nipples really hard. hard. Go ooh, <laughs> you know. And then you know, she's she goes, oh, this could be fun. Uh huh. Which is like, are they going to set this up for a sequel where? Uh, where she just uh, yeah. becomes megalomaniacal and says, "Fucking raid this building!" God, or God makes dinosaurs. <laughs> wait, wait, God, yeah. Yeah, God, God destroys, destroys dinosaurs. dinosaurs. God, God creates, creates man. Man, man destroys God. God. <laughs> man creates dinosaurs. Women inherit the earth. Yeah, yeah no, like pretty much. <laughs> dinosaurs eat it's, man. I just had really bad deja vu doing that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yep. And then how did we get there? <laughs> and then pretty much it goes back to Paul. Uh, he's walking out of the chapel uh-huh. or whatever. And he sits down. He thinks like it didn't work. He's yeah, all, didn't he's work. all bummed out. And I've got a little clip to just kind of wrap up that end. You're going to hear that breeze. That he's talking oh, he about. did say there was a whoosh. The breeze and the music. You'll oh. hear music. and That's why I had it. Him. So he, he's hearing this music? Yes. <laughs> that's why he goes silent. And he's like, the fuck? nothing's happening. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Well, I'd like to tell you that five minutes after I kissed Diane, she came running out into my arms and that we fell in love forever. But that's not what happened. It took six minutes. Psych. And she runs into his arms. I love you. Into the movie. Happy ending. Yay. I feel like it should have been she when she runs across the street. Bam, hit by a bus. Uh, Don't buy drugs, kids. Yeah. <laughs> From gypsies. <laughs> From gypsies. <laughs> On 34th and Vine. <laughs> um, I want do, I want to play um before we rate it and do all that stuff, uh-huh. I do I do want to play our uh our critic. Ah, so the return do, of Voipranto. The return. Here we go. Man, it's 
this movie needs to be remade if if anything ever needed to be love potion 10 obviously it will be called somebody get on that <laughs> that's all i got it was the perfect movie of the 80s made in the 90s uh, i'm gonna watch it again That's a good point. I remember when we were starting watching, I was like, I'm getting a lot of like, yeah, last vestiges, 80s. How long it took to film or something? I don't know. Um, Could have been that long. I guess they took a little longer uh, then, but again, again, then it wasn't very effects heavy. I don't think there was any. Do you have any, major do you have any trivia on this? Dude, I know there I, wasn't much. I, I mean, ran through everything that I oh, had. Did you? Okay. Literally everything. Uh, I think you, that you, uh, you wanna you, you wanna duck it. My duck rating on this, uh, I think I'm gonna go up one duck. Uh, just because we've had a thorough walkthrough here. Uh, I was sitting at one. I think I'm going to go with two. Go with two? Yeah, just because, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's silly and it's fun, but it's also like like our our friend here, Mr. Uh, Senor Pronto, uh, says it leaves you with a lot of questions, and it's, you know, kind of some parts are good. Like I think that um, Sandra Bullock kind of is really, is really good and, and charming in this one. Even though she has like a lot of silent things, she's smiling a lot, and, that, and she's she's cute, and she does a really good job, um, you know. Before she really became who she is now, and and then an, our boy Hercules was all right too, but most of it's just kind of real silly, and I think I don't think I'll be revisiting it anytime soon. I I, I mean I kind of grew up watching this. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, we gotta do. That. I haven't seen it in years. My mom loved this movie. Sure, yeah. Uh, I, I I'm gonna give it like a solid three three ducks. Okay. Uh, like bordering because I don't like doing half a duck. Yeah. Uh, so, like, border and four, three or four. Um, I think this is a really good, like, if you are wanting to, if you want a makeout movie, yeah. this is a makeout movie. This is yeah, like yeah, a yeah, first, totally. this is like a brought a girl home. She wants to watch some kind of romantic thing. Yeah. This movie has no deep dive to it. No. it is, it's, a, it's a hangover rom com that you can just watch and be like, and when I mean hangover, I don't mean the movie. Like, you wake up drunk the next yeah, day yeah, and I'm going to watch something stupid. Watch something burnt. I like I it. Like, I think it's a feel good movie. I, I think, think it's, it's sort of like a spiritual sort of uh, cousin to like a movie like What Women Want. Yeah, I actually like that movie. Yeah, that one's not too bad. That's a good that one. Had Mel, a, with Mel Gibson. That sort of had a C-boot, or C-boot, a sequel reboot recently. It's called What Men, Men Want. Want. Yeah, I didn't with watch Taraji that. Taraji P. Henson, I was think. Good? Isn't I didn't watch it oh. uh, because I just didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it was Taraji. Yeah, because it was Helen Hunt and Mel Gibson, right? Yeah. In the original <clears> one or the first one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of that movie. I'm a fan of Mel Gibson acting. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah, here. that acting. was yeah. What men want that came out last year. Oh Jesus, with Trip. I'm Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan, man, we've been on each other since you was in Giant Giant Camp or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, had, I didn't know I could do a, a Tracy Morgan. I'm hungry, man. <laughs> you ever notice this guy smells like twelve Jamaican slap boxing in an elevator? <laughs> Slapping his tummy. Yeah. He's lemon. I'm glad he. I'm glad he got through that. Uh, that car accident. Oh, dude! I, I almost did. Almost I tell you about the commercial he did. No. Megan and I. I was uh, when I was doing my book. Where I was interviewing a guy in New York, and so we're just hanging out in like one of the hotel rooms, like yeah. late at night, watch TV. And there, I think it was a Best Buy commercial. I can't find the fucking commercial. It was so it a Best Buy commercial. I, I'm pretty sure it was a Best Buy commercial. If anyone can find this, please put it on the Duck and the Usher page. Yeah. It's Tracy Morgan uh-huh. talking, and he and he's just you know. Being he's, Tracy Morgan? Yeah, being Tracy Morgan. He's like, look at all these cell phones, DVDs, buy this <laughs> stuff. And he's like, what do I know? I've been in a coma. 
Oh and my like, god! He made fun of, oh, I just I died laughing because I'm like he just made fun of him like self being a horrific, yeah, horrific. Didn't he killed his friend. Didn't killed it? his friend. Like Walmart paid him a crap ton of money. That, Sheesh! I mean, he never has to work a day in his life. Well, I mean, he's gonna. Well, if he's you know if he's yeah, he's still gonna enough, do it. Is, yeah. is he still like kind of no, like, still he still does stuff. Does he suffer on, from any kind of like I debilitating have, like I have no idea long term injuries from it. Man, that seems rough. Uh, our next movie. So also uh, our. Our next movie is going to be next week, the 29th. Ooh, yeah, we got a we got a a, uh, a, a change to make. We yeah. mentioned last week that we were doing we were going to do it, but we're going to do it in Troopers. March. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing Starship Troopers on the 29th because uh, Fish made it uh, uh, relevant or popped yeah, it in my brainium. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that the Invisible Man is coming out on the 29th. On the yes. 29th, so we're going to do the old the old Hollow Man movie mm-hmm, with from uh, 2000 with uh, Kevin Bacon with and Kevin Elizabeth Shue. That'll be our second Bacon uh-huh. movie. Because we did Tremors. Oh, we did Tremors. Yeah. That's right. And, and what's what's also cool about this is we were going to do Starship Troopers um, just as a, a filler because it's a great movie and we, it fun. deserves to be covered. Yeah. Uh, but it, like Hollow Man, was directed by Paul Verhoeven, so we're keeping that connection nice. uh, in there. And uh, yeah, it's sort of a... Uh, I, I saw the, this Invisible Man movie that's coming up looks interesting. I want to see it. Um, I think it's Universal is, is it still. Uni- is it Universal? I think so. I think it's them because I trying thought, I thought to after the Mummy they were just like fuck this we're done with the it, Dark Universe. Yeah, because like the first mu- the Mummy they did with <clears throat> with Tom, uh, with Cruise yeah like, it, was it bombed awful. like horribly bombed. Yeah. So I wonder um, if they're gonna keep doing their like well, monster that, stuff or not. That is what I understand this to be is like sort of a like a quiet continuation of that Dark Universe, and if mm. this is you know uh, received well, they're gonna you know keep going with uh, more of those classic monsters and characters to try to make a cohesive shared universe is what that was what they intended to do well hopefully they do something i mean <clears> i'm just tired of all the frankenstein movies the i frankenstein all they just make too much of that crap yeah and frankenstein's universal right yeah 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 it is uh oh, you're talking about the one with the uh, fucking aaron eckhart where they yeah. try to make frankenstein look sort of like an action hero yeah it wasn't uh daniel radcliffe in that one is that was victor Igor. frankenstein yeah, see there's like a million of yeah, them yeah yeah there's plenty you ever see the de niro one I don't think so. Where he was the monster Mm-mm. in, uh, I think Kenneth Branagh. Hey, uh, the best, the best monster is is <coughs> Peter Boyle. Peter young Boyle, fr- young uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Hollow Man is going to be going to be our jam. And then, uh, uh, and then we're going to start going bi-weekly because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting slammed. I got a lot of stuff to do, and I, I also like my my buddy's moving into town. He wants to do a podcast, so I'm going to be producing his podcast. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to put out the the book. I have all the original audio recording for that, so I want to put that out. So it it gives us more time to just not rush it, you know. Yeah, and uh, and I think it may not necessarily make the episodes longer, but maybe we'll have them. will be more detailed. We'll be able to focus on more than just you know what we have been doing, and we'll, we'll take deeper dives into. Uh, into the as, as much as I love watching a movie a week, sometimes sometimes we go up there and we're yeah. like, "What are we gonna do? What are yeah. we?" So uh, I will let you know that um, we're doing a a green month yes. for March for St. Patty's. And uh, I, I, should I announce what we're yeah, doing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I mean, uh, on on the fourteenth, so March fourteenth, we're gonna do Green Street Hooligans. Yes. I love that movie. Good one, really good. And then on uh, March twenty eighth, <clears throat> we're excited. gonna do uh, Boondock Saints. Yep, we're so. doing Boondock Saints. So all of all of my friends out there who Never shut up about it. You're gonna you're gonna love it. You know what? Gonna talk about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, please tune into that. I know at least a good handful of of dudes who are gonna be uh, all ears for that. And, one. and also uh, in the in the 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 weeks we're not doing something, um, 
I know we've talked about you possibly doing some some deeper dives and things if you wanted. Yeah. So we might I we might, might play around with that. Yeah, I might I might try to figure out a, a good way to present that without it being just like uh, duck in the usher light. You know, I want it to be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, something that's uh, not as long. It'll be like like bonus odes, like little short little uh, you know uh, as as. Uh, Last quackology, po- right? quackology, yeah. Last podcast does that and they call relaxed fit. This is a relaxed fit episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> Something to that effect. So we'll see what what I can conjure. Well, uh, all that's you, it for me, bud. Yeah. All you quacks out there, um, enjoy your leap year. That's coming. Yeah. Up, so all leap day. All my little ducklings go yeah. watch a movie. Yeah. Hollow Man will be on the leap day. Yeah, it'll be on leap day. My niece will be turning technically one. She'll be turning four. <laughs> Uh, be safe, do what you do, go watch a movie, have some fun. Yay! I've been Josh. I've been Fish. And we'll catch you soon, guys. Bye.